I, so I still can't get used to uh, snow out in the northwest. And this uh, this what past... Do you, I don't understand. What, what do you mean? You grew up in Ohio. Well, of course I'm used to snow and used to driving it in Ohio. But it's a complete different ball game out here in Portland. Like, okay, so last week, I've been living out here, like, what, nine years? And this is the most snow we've gotten in, in such a short period of time in, like, the, since I've been living out here. Like, one day, it was, like, four or five inches. And the next day, another snor- snowstorm came in, and it was, like, maybe another inch or two. Nothing big deal. I mean, Ohio used to get feet in yeah. some cases. But out here, A... They don't, there, there is no plows. Like, they don't even understand the invention of a plow. So, everything stays where it is until it either melts or enough people ride on it to turn it into solid inches thick of ice. So, first day, it was, and I, of course, it happened on my, my work week. So, first day, no problem. I go and I meet up a friend who walks to this local coffee shop. So, I drive to it. And yeah, it's, it's, it's thick snow, you know, but I make it there and we make it to work in my car. Following day, I, I find out, which I kind of forgot, I guess, but my car doesn't come with traction control, which is crucial when driving in the snow. Not so much, I could still drive, but the problem was anytime I stopped at a, at a red light or anything, I, I couldn't get going. Like it would take forever. To get traction, it would just be spinning my wheels. No matter how light I was on the gas or how heavy, it would uh, <laughs> it would take me like the entire light to get through just with my car. <laughs> While everybody else seemed to be just going fine because everybody else had traction control or everybody was wearing chains or everybody had spike tires. That's one thing I'll give Portland is everybody, if there's like a dusting of snow, everybody's riding around chains and spike tires. <laughs> so... I feel like the ass. In fact, I'm going to have to buy chains now after this whole experience. So I'm like, all right, I get my car to the coffee shop, and we take his car instead. He's got a little Mazda 2, but it's got traction control, so at least we can make it without, you know, getting stuck at each light. Okay. Like, just leaving my my little housing complex, as I'm pulling out into the main road, my tires are spinning, and I'm getting frustrated, so I'm gunning it and just spewing up. Snow and everything, and there was a, like an older lady walking, and she stops and stares in horror <laughs> at what I was doing. <laughs> and I'm just eyeballing her, like, "Yep, this is how I go." <laughs> so, uh, so that experience was uh, was terrible. And by now, it's it's just ice on the road. And uh, I I already told you this. So on like the main road, there somebody had a, a Corvette pulled over to the side of the road, and it was covered in snow. Then it looked okay. like it was wrecked, but it looked like. Abandoned. Um, it looked like it was abandoned because somebody realized I can't drive a, a, a rear-wheel drive Corvette in, uh, th- you know, three to six inches of snow and ice. And as I was at the coffee shop the second day, still snowing, still a bunch of ice on the road, I, I told you this, I saw a Lotus Elise driving down the main street. Now, if somebody doesn't know what that car is, it's basically 1,800 pounds. It's got, like, race tires on it and... uh it, it's like an inch off the ground. He's just he's 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 plowing the snow <laughs> with his front. But I mean, it's it's ridiculous how people drive out here. Just tearing up his front end. Yeah. So we'd, you'd basically you pull up to a red light, you stop, and you once it turns green, you wait because you watch a couple cars slide through it uncontrollably, <laughs> and then you make sure nobody's coming and go. Uh, so when the light God. turns green, you don't go. 
Well, you better take a look around first because people don't <laughs> understand the point of stopping so much in the snow. They can go fine with the chains and the spikes, but they don't realize that you need to give you more, more time to stop. Speaking of which, might me and my friend were leaving work out of the garage area in his car because my car was stuck in, at the coffee shop. <laughs> and uh, he, he's, he lived in, like, California, Arizona. I mean, this is the most snow he's seen out here, too. So he guns it because he's having fun. And, and he doesn't realize that, like, you can't – like, we're coming up to a turn, and he starts turning, and it's just not turning. Oh, it's just not going. And he's like, oh, shit. And he's breaking, but nothing's happening. You're going straight. So we, we damn near take out a fence at work. <laughs> and I said, and I'm yelling and I'm like, you son of a bitch. Do you not know this? <laughs> like, it's okay to have a little fun, but you're just, you don't understand the concept of snow. Yeah. At that, you, it's kind of, uh, like a boat in water. When you turn the engine off, you lose all control. Yeah. There's no steering. Yeah. You could have a completely locked one way. Was, and people just can't wrap their brains around the fact that, okay, I'm sliding. Maybe I should not smash the brakes, and then maybe I should hit the gas instead to give my tires traction again. Yes. But no, people lock up the brakes, and then they just ride it out until they stop. Yeah. traction. I told them, traction control isn't going to save you. You, you, you got to drive a little slower. You can spin the wheels and have a little fun when nobody's around. Like the first day I was driving to work, I picked him up. We're heading over to work. And I'm taking the back roads because the main roads, I don't want to get hit by a dozen cars of people who can't drive. So I'm taking the back road. And this guy in a 70s Camaro, I guess people want to take like the worst car possible out to drive around and was purposely spinning his tires, you know, just, (laughs) you know, having fun with it. And he almost loses it and crashes into me. And I'm like, you sons of bitches. It's a terrifying experience driving out here in snow. But I didn't want to call off work and I didn't want to... uh walk to work because the snow was coming down hard and very windy it would have been terrible oh you poor thing living two minutes from work well yeah i'm only two miles away right but it's it was great because when i get to work because of uh because of how oregon is almost nobody shows up like me and my my guy and then like less than a dozen people (laughs) are there and there's nothing going on because like nobody's there to you know do anything everybody's just said fuck this shit yeah and that happened for like the th- next three days. And it started on, what, it was just Thursday and Friday it snowed. School was still canceled Monday. Because of uh, everything, you know, it was everywhere. Once the rain started k- kicking in, it finally went away. By Tuesday, it was it was easy to drive in. I, I went, uh, I you know me, I, I, I live a, a bachelor life where I have no food at home. Yes. So I came home on my days off. And I'm like, I, I'm going to have to go out and get something. So I went out to this... Uh, cool little pizza place got a large pizza for the week so i could just eat at home and play video games all week and uh as i pull you you, you've been to my house you see my little driveway that little thing i pull into right that driveway that's just so horrible to maneuver into right 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 but it's not like a big curve or steep or anything it's so it's covered in slush and ice right and I literally get my car stuck halfway up that (laughs) because i don't have traction control i was so furious so I had to back out, I think it, the third time I got up it. And what I did was I, I drove, I backed out really far and I ran up it really fast <laughs> and tried to slide my car into the garage without crashing into anything. <laughs> Cause I didn't want to park it outside. <sighs> and that's my experience with, uh, with snow. Uh, well, you know what you need to do? What? Go to the grocery store and get a bag of kitty litter. I saw that somewhere. Yeah. Where you just put it underneath the tire and then it, it just takes off right there. Yep. 
That that would probably work. I, I think I'm going to get chains because they're cheap enough. And just keep them in the trunk in case of this once every 10 years epidemic. They were calling it Snowmageddon or something. Snowmageddon. They, they, gave it, they gave it names out here. And you look at like New York has like just feet <laughs> of snow that people are walking in. And all the streets are cleared by the plows. You're like, oh, Jesus. Well, it's not similar, but down here in Florida, whenever it rains, traffic just stops. Because it, it never rains there, really, right? No, it does rain here. It rains out here all the time. In two months, it's going to rain every day at 3 p.m. Oh, okay. But whenever it rains, I don't I don't understand it, but people it, people stop driving. Literally, they'll they'll drive 15 miles under the speed limit for some dumb reason. Oh, wow. Is the it roads just, get a little bit wet. Everybody slows down. I think it's just uh, old people? I think it is the old people. Yeah, because there's so many... I feel population. like I'm going to get ticketed because it You're feels like slow? I'm doing a thousand miles an hour flying past everybody because I'm doing the speed limit, but everybody else is basically at a standstill. Yeah, they're probably looking at you like you're insane. Like, uh, it's just <laughs> rain. It's just it, fucking rain. It's not as bad to stop in or whatever. The fucking traffic here is brutal. It's it's gotten worse in the eight eight years I've been down here. Yeah, I've noticed that here. They keep trying to expand the highway to more lanes, but they always seem to be, I think they're seven years behind their goal. <laughs> so people, the population is growing faster than they can uh, construct more roads. And I don't know what happened, but like, it seems like rush hour traffic is, is now not just like around 5 p.m. It's like, all right, three to eight. Yeah, that's how it is down here. And it's like, Jesus, everybody leaves super early now or, or leaves late. Trying to miss it and every, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. You get stuck just going 20 miles and it'll take you like an hour, hour and a half. Uh, up in Columbus, well, you knew, you remember up in Columbus, it was, um, rush hour was essentially 6 a.m. until 7.30 a.m. And yeah. then evening rush hour was around 4.30 p.m. and ended around 7 p.m. That yeah, wasn't that bad. You can, you can leave your house at 7 p.m. and still get places within a reasonable time. Yeah. But down here, rush hour is 5 a.m. until 8 p.m. Hmm. It's rush hour all the goddamn time. It's rush hour at 2 a.m. I can go out, drive around 2 a.m. and get stuck in traffic. That's, that's insane. I, I should, I, I'll, with my GoPro, when I'm out driving around at 2 a.m., you'll see how much goddamn traffic there is. What the hell is... I have no idea what the fuck's going on down here in Tampa, but it pisses me off. Everybody's all coked up because it's, it's uh, Florida. Staying up all night partying, I don't understand. Like, it's dead zone when it's nighttime out here. I like the way Columbus was set up. You had I-270, which ran around the city, and then you had I-70 and I-71. Which is right in the middle. Yeah, they and they just split Columbus into four sections. And you were never more than 15 minutes away from an interstate. Yep, that was a perfect design. But yeah, I, I've heard talks and rumors that the city's looking at making another outer belt that goes around 270. Really? Why is yeah. it expanding that much outside I, of Columbus? I guess. That's that, all right. Hmm. All right. Traffic. All right. Let's let's get into this. Retro RPG Podcast, 
Crisis Core Part 2. I think Crisis Core Part 1 was kind of shitty. Lame. Really, really you didn't really get hyped up on it? Nah, I didn't like the first part of the, part of the show. Hmm. I don't feel it was one of our best. Oh, the show itself. I thought yeah. you were talking about the gameplay. No, no, really? No, no. You didn't like the... You didn't like... I thought it was alright. Eh. I mean, what are you comparing it to? Like, the two-hour... Uh, God, no. Epic that we did for Metroid? Nah. No more... No more, ep- no more epics. Well, it wasn't planned that way. It just happened. Ugh. Website is retroRPG.net. Email is podcast at retroRPG.net. Did we get What's emails? I don't know. You gotta tell me. We didn't have any iTunes reviews. Okay. Oh, we didn't introduce... What's your name? Oh, my name's Derek. And my name's Don. Yes, it is. Now check your email. I'm trying to. It's slow. Oh. Uh, nope, no new emails. Just the, um... All the shout boxing going on. Yeah, that, that, that uh... Is pretty cool. I haven't really used it yet, but I just read it all the time. Every time I seem to go to the site, there's... Maybe you should participate. God, we're the Hmm. hosts. Not participating. All right, I will. Jesus. Well, I I guess that's it then, since we don't have emails to read. Yeah, or iTunes reviews. Yeah, let's move on to it. All right. The main problem I have with this game is that they retconned the fuck out of Final Fantasy VII. Mm Mm-hmm. What what, what does retconned mean? (sighs) Retroactive continuity. means you go back and you change the story by... Yeah, you, you go back... Via a prequel and change the story essentially, or not. It doesn't have to be via a prequel, but it just means that you've changed the continuity of things. Something that wasn't canon is now canon. Yeah, so they just they had Final Fantasy to, that they were off, Final Fantasy Seven their course following, but they decide not to follow it completely and just start making shit up as they go along. Yep. So the whole Cisne thing. Let's talk about Cisne. I don't think we talked about Cisne in the last show. No. Cute as a button. I want her to die. Why? She's not a. Who's that bitch from the first Turks in Final Fantasy VII, Alana? No, I don't think there was Alana. Uh, I know who you're talking about, but you have to look that up. Yeah, I got it. There's three of them, right? Yes. There was a bald one, guy with crazy hair. And there was a girl. Yeah. I'm I'm looking up the... uh, Lana. Who was Lana? I don't know. Oh, okay. Elena. Oh, okay. Turks, yeah. Yeah. Look that up. Hmm. So they, it, 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 Cisne's issue wouldn't have been a problem had they said at the end of the game or somewhere throughout the bullshit that is now the Final Fantasy VII uh, series. Uh, let's say after Zack was killed, Cisne fell out with the with Shinra and quit quit the Turks. Because now you don't have to explain her absence in Advent Children or Final Fantasy VII. Uh, well, the Turks is maybe there were more of them, possibly like different just, chapters. Could be. I mean, you never knew. It well, could have been a bigger group than just the three. I don't think so. Yeah, but they just put her in there, kind of. You know, another thing. Speaking of the Turks, another issue I had was Seng. He looks way too young in in this game. Really? I think he looks way too young than what he was depicted in Final Fantasy VII. I'd have to look at a comparison shot. Jesus Christ. Yeah, because you just don't know anything of what's going on. No. I hate you so much. I come here for the party. Where's this damn name? I just... there. No, that's not it. God damn it. All right, I'm looking shit up, not being prepared for the goddamn podcast. Oh, boy. Once again. 
right, here's here's his image, but it's just just the overall way he was was shown in Final Fantasy. That and he's still part of the Turks when Eris is a kid. He looks way too young for that. Well, this is the Final Fantasy VII version of him. Yes. I don't know. I think you're splitting hairs. Shut up. Looks about the same. Do you have any? You don't have anything else to add for this guy? No. Whatever. It's so funny seeing Final Fantasy VII graphics now. <laughs> Blocky, <just> giant blocks <laughs> for hands. Yeah, it's like I'm playing one of those Lego games. Should get Minecraft. No, no. You know you want Minecraft. Uh, no, I want to play uh, GTA V. I know. I hear that's coming out very soon for computer. Nah, I really don't have any interest in it. I've heard uh, it was not as good as, say, uh, Vice City or San Andreas. Really? Yeah. That's even 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 Vice. You're saying Vice City is not as good as? Oh, I love Vice City. Vice City was the best. That was for the PlayStation Two or One? Probably One. I played the hell out of the game. I already told you I couldn't get the hundred percent because that stupid glitch. But uh, I have I had Vice City for the PC, so I I never I think it was a PS2 game, but I had it for the PC. Oh, they released Vice City for the PC. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I think I remember you having it because didn't things load kind of weird if you drove really fast? All of a sudden, you'd be in a, a an area that wasn't fully loaded yet. Uh. Like you got on a sport bike and rode pretty far oh, yeah. down the road, all of a sudden it would take a second for everything to load the buildings and everything correctly? Yes. Yeah. Huh. And you played San Andreas. Yes. What did you think of that one? Well, it, got, it just got too big. It was too much at that point? Yeah, I, I, I always make it to San Fierro and then I just lose interest. Damn. So did you like the New York one, the last one? Uh, it's okay. I haven't been even. I I can't get more than a few hours into it before I lose interest. Oh wow! You've just given up on the series. Yeah, can't help it. It's fair enough. Fair enough. No, it's not fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I'm into it. Okay. Well, be into it then. I'm gonna play the hell out of that game when it comes yeah. out for the. Don't you play the hell out of it. Yeah. Okay. This game really should have been about Zach and not have Cloud in it at all. You didn't like how they just kind of fit all the other characters in. Well, they didn't fit all of them, but they put Yuffie in kind of weird. Yeah, Yuffie, they were all just, they all felt shoehorned in. Like she was just part of the side mission stealing this guy's treasure that she hired. Zach, Zach, he constantly be mailing him. Yes. And then but stealing it, the treasure. Cloud especially felt shoehorned. It was as if they had gotten to a point and said, oh shit, we gotta write Cloud in. Well, he was there. With Sephiroth and everything when he's in the, you know, mansion going, learning mm-hmm. all the parts. So he was a part of that. So he should have been in there, right? Do you think but, he was shoehorned before that when, like, he's just meeting him as, as a soldier? Oh, well, yeah. He met him as a soldier at the Modelheim deal with the sneaking. So, yeah. So how, how do you figure he's shoehorned? Do you think they shouldn't have put Cloud in at all? And it should have just been. There should have been more emphasis on the relationship between the two. Cloud should have had more face time throughout the game. Oh, you wanted more for him? Yeah, considering he's a major fucking character in Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, sure. And they keep making him so angsty and emo. Did they? And mopey. He's just always so goddamn mopey anymore. Isn't that all new Final Fantasy characters now? Like after... Well, I don't know. I haven't played anything except for 12? Yes. Yeah, I played 8. And 8 was the most emo character of them all. What was his name? Squall? Yes. He was he was terrible. 
Uh, nine was like when they went back to mini characters. Never played that. You played it. Didn't you play nine? Yes, we've had this exact I conversation yeah, before. I forgot. So, and of course, 10 and 10 2 isn't even part of the series as far as I'm concerned. That's like a whole different game of, you know. Of suck. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I haven't played 13 or 13 2. I don't know if they have an emo character there. Oh, that's the um, the whole lightning thing. The character's name's Lightning. Probably. What a dumb do they do they really give a character name Lightning? Yeah, so dumb. I get it, like Cloud Lightning. Uh, ah, a dumb name. My friend, I told you, my friend played thirteen, and uh, and he said the first twenty five hours of the game sucked, and then it gets really good. He really liked the game. I said, yeah, but if you have to sit through garbage to get to the good part. For, and it's not even like an hour; it's like twenty some hours. Then the game is a failure. Yeah, it's it, that doesn't make sense to have yeah. half the game full of shit. That's what I hear. I hear it's crappy, and then it gets better at the end. But whatever. Should we talk about the boss fights since we did them last time? I want to talk about the end boss specifically. Did you have any issues with other bosses? Because for me, no. Yeah, they 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 weren't really a problem. But then uh, again, I was I was playing a lot of side missions, so maybe I was leveling up more than I needed to be. As possibility, I was level thirty something when I was done thirty one or something. When you beat the game, yes. Wow. See, at at the halfway point on part one when we ended it, I was twenty eight. I was level thirty nine when I beat the game. <laughs> so I, I was overboard, I guess. How long did it take you to beat the game? You remember the hours? Psst, nope. Uh, mine was fifteen. Little little over fifteen. That's probably did, that's probably about what mine is. I think I think I told you last. Uh, yeah, you might have. Yeah, last show. Yeah, I think it was around it. Yeah, none of the boss fights were hard. Uh, it's just a lot of spamming the attack command. Well, you were using that lightning, whatever, yes, gun thing. Yeah, well, once yeah. I got that, I would just spam that. So, yeah, I was still using normal attacks. But, yeah, I didn't really have that much of a struggle. But then again, I was trying to play all the side missions up to very hard and see if I could beat them, and, and some of them I could. But even still... At, once I beat the game, I only had 30% completion on side missions. Mine was 25, 26, around there. Yeah, and I thought I played a lot of them. Well, it wasn't enough. Apparently not. And I had a lot of like question mark spots, so I didn't talk to enough people, I think, and I really missed out on uh, unlocking more. I want to bring up the different weird events. Remember last time I ta- we talked about the kid who stole your wallet? Yes. There's two more weird events in the in part two. Uh, there's the one where you had to use a sniper rifle to kill the robots. Yeah, that I really didn't enjoy that. No. Felt kind of dumb. They were really far away. They didn't seem like they would be bothering you. And they would just stand there stupidly and you'd be able to shoot them like forever. I think I only had two, maybe, get away. Oh, I had a ton get away. Really? You didn't care? Yeah, I didn't care. I think maybe at the end of it, you got an item depending on what you killed. I yes, you did. Okay, but I even it, even whatever item you got, it doesn't matter at that point, considering what happens ten minutes later. What happened ten minutes later? Gotta, the game ends. Was that at the very end? Yes. I didn't know it was that close. Jesus. Uh, also, so that was that, and also uh, tracking down the parts to build the flower cart for Harris. Yeah, I didn't do that. I looked at the wall. I saw a walkthrough that said that. I said, nope, fuck that. I'm not doing it. That that was optional? Yeah. Oh, I had totally thought I was following the main story when I did I, that. Eris like, said, I want a better cart. And I said, no, fuck you, bitch. You're not getting a better cart. Deal with it. 
And even after, well, after I did it, it was still like a little crummy cart. And she was disappointed. And I'm like, God, I'm wasting my time here with you. I'm like a head soldier. And this guy just cannot stop putting time into her. Hopefully put a lot more things into her. Oh, yeah, we don't know that. I think it was just, you know, yeah. That seemed to be just a weird tie-in, too, how you fell into the church and, and you had to meet up with another Final Fantasy VII character. Did that happen in Final Fantasy VII when we saw Zack's story? Yeah, Zack. What do you mean? Oh, did he, the, no. Did he fall into the church and meet heirs and all that stuff beforehand? Or are they just shoehorning that in here? It's, it's being shoehorned. They oh, okay. don't show how they how they meet in seven or in uh, yeah in seven in any flashbacks or anything. I gotta admit, Tifa was looking quite nice. And that little cowboy get up, <laughs> cowgirl get up, or whatever. <laughs> I thought she looked silly. Really? <laughs> Absolutely silly. I think that's the best part of the game when you get in that bridge. It started with an N, uh, Nebium, or I can't say I can't say these town names. Uh, where? Yeah, where Sephiroth finally goes crazy. Because then I remember, you're like, oh, yeah, I know what's going to happen here. So I think that was the best oh, part of the game. That was another thing, too. So you go to Nibelheim first, and mm-hmm. then you fight Genesis. See, I had another issue with that, because in in Final Fantasy VII, when Cloud is having his flashbacks, you go to the reactor, you see the monster. Yeah. Uh, Sephiroth loses his mind, goes into the mansion, Goes back up to, into the um, into the uh, the reactor, and then that's where Cloud stabs him. Yeah. But here you go. Sephiroth goes into the mansion, and then you go back to Shinra headquarters to go see the the monster. Yes. Yeah. It, it just didn't make make a whole lot of sense to do it out of order like that. Yeah, they did. They did. That. That's another thing I forgot. Another weird event. Remember in the mansion, you have to look through these doors and figure out the puzzle for the safe. Did you do the safe puzzle? No, I. Told the same stuff you, I, uh, I skipped it. I actually did it. I figured it out. And uh, what did I get? I don't think I even got anything that exciting. <laughs> you looked at it. Oh, come on! God damn it! Yeah, I think that was a waste of time. The mansion was a uh, just. I mean, I understand why it was there, but the basement was a lot bigger. And uh, did you? Oh, did you? Uh, did you meet Vincent? No. Yeah, you can get a coffin key, and you can open the coffin that Vincent's sleeping in. Oh, really? Ah, I didn't do that. No. Uh, nothing happens. Zach opens it up. He says, it looks like somebody's sleeping here. I should probably not disturb him. Yeah, because he's a vampire. Chuck your blood. Okay, okay so that, that, I, okay, I think that's all the characters. Yuffie, <laughs> Ares, Cloud, Vincent. They, they didn't uh, bring in the token black guy. Nope, not Barrett. And you get to name whatever that bar was, and that, I think that was pretty much it. Yes. That's pretty much it. A lot of uh, a lot of shoehorning going on. Yep, they wanted to make it a Final Fantasy VII game. They did a decent job. It just uh, it, it needed better writing. Yeah, I could I could see that. I don't. I think they they could have cut out all the side mission silliness and just added more story in there because I'm sure that takes up a lot of space on the PSP, right? Yes. So just get rid of the side missions altogether and just try to have more stuff to do with Zack's story. Because side missions were really nothing. You just go in this, you're just transported to this area where you fight a couple monsters. Yep. And get and get an item. That's it. Yep. And we only did 30% of them, and I did a lot of them. So there's a lot more to be done. So this seems like a lot of useless space that they could have cut all that out and just focused on story. Mm-hmm. Zack, and possibly Clouds. Maybe you could transfer to a different character during that. What? So you don't have to be Zack the entire time. 
Nah, I think that's dumb. Oh, okay. I don't like your idea. Why? Because it's dumb. I guess because you already did it in seven, so I guess it doesn't matter. Yes. Hmm. I I know I had more ideas to talk about for part two, but I just can't think of nothing. Really? Can't think of nothing. You finished it after me, so you should be. It should be fresh in your mind. <clears throat> I just can't. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Um. Oh, what do you? Uh, I I was gonna say talk about the final boss. Uh, no, not yet. Okay. Um. <clears throat> If you, when you come out of the tubes, the healing tubes, the Mako tubes, uh, and, and go around the rooms and read, read the, uh, the notes, it actually sheds light on why Cloud is the way he is. Uh, one note in particular basically stated, Zach has a high tolerance to Genova cells because of his training. However, the other soldier that was with him, Cloud, uh, it, it basically said he was poisoned and the notes said recover was, Recovery, why can't I say that word? Recovery was highly unlikely. Obviously, Cloud obviously recovered, but given the fact that he was poisoned by those Genova cells, he didn't make a 100% recovery, so he still ends up being a little crazy there. Yeah, okay. I didn't catch that part. I read some of the notes, but I didn't put that together. I also like when Zach gets out of the tube, he punches the uh, that scientist that was basically watching over him for those four years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, just, he just gets out of the tube, doesn't even say anything, and punches him. Punches him, then goes over and releases Cloud, yeah. Did, did you read the notes from that scientist you decked that say, uh, I don't know when they're going to come get me and tell me I'm done with this, but uh, I'm starting to like it here, and the, uh, the I'm, I'm liking watching over the samples. Oh, God, no. I yeah, there's, a, there's a note uh, hidden somewhere where he basically, the scientist basically becomes attached to you two. Oh, and then you beat the crap out of him. And then you just punch him the fuck out. <laughs> well, that's cool. But the thing is, with the, th- the problem I have is, okay, so Crisis Core is the lead up to seven, and it's, it's Cloud or it's Zack's story. The first half of Crisis Core should have been nothing but Zack's story. And then as the second half rolls on, you start rolling over into Cloud's story, since that's what you're building up to, to anyway. You, you roll over and take Cloud's relationship with Sephiroth and all that, because in Final Fantasy VII and Advent Children, Sephiroth appears to have a special relationship with Cloud, even though in Crisis Core, aside from... Yeah, they don't really show it. Yeah, aside from when Sephiroth stab or when Cloud stabs Sephiroth, they don't see each other at all. Well, obviously, once he stabs him, at that point, Ares is already dead, right? Or am I wrong? No, you are wrong. She dies, dies a lot later? Yes, a lot later. Okay. Um... Yeah, you both see the, the only time Cloud takes over is the very end. Yeah, the very but you don't end. get yeah. That just they show you where you kind of get picked up in uh, Final Fantasy VII. It really should have rolled over into more of Cloud's story at the end. I'm just saying, it would have made more sense. Things would have made better sense, and the whole ge- all b- both games would have melted together nicely. But how do you roll over without actually getting the chance to play Cloud? You just have Cloud have more face time, and then you show more of Cloud's story. Cloud instead of being a mopey dick and not talking and just just being depressed for no goddamn reason. He starts talking, revealing more about himself, and then somehow he ends up working together with Zack and Sephiroth somehow, I don't know. It more than more than just I'll tag along as a soldier because I'm the important character for the next game. Okay. So you sound really disappointed by the game. But you've played this before. Yes. It's and a you good like, game. You think this is the best one they made for the Final Fantasy oh, yeah, the best series spin off deal. Yeah. 
Is this the only one you've played out of the spinoff? Have you played any yes. other spinoffs? No, I have not played Dirge of Service or anything else. Yeah. And I never will. Why? I'm not going to play that pile of shit. Come on, it could be good. You don't know. That's going to be shit. Oh. Not playing it. Oh, come on. I'll play it if you play the rest of Mass Effect. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> You'll see. I don't want to play Dirge of Service. I know it's going to be crap. Hell, the second one was completely different than the first. I didn't even know what the hell I was doing in it for the first couple hours. You played the second Mass Effect? I played it like a couple hours into it. I didn't know this. This is news to me. When I had it. On Steam. Okay. Back when I first beat the first one, I went right into the second one. And then I kind of like, you know, you know, I kind of just drifted away from playing it. You should play it. No. And the third one's supposed to suck. You said there's a fourth one coming out. Ugh. 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 Yeah, maybe I'll play it one of these days. Let's talk about the ending of the game. Let's talk about the final boss. I think he was the toughest. Who's the final boss? I, I honestly forgot who the final boss was. Genesis. Avatar. Remember, he's got that giant sword that he yeah, bangs down, and you gotta... That whole fight was dumb. You have to fight the sword, basically. So dumb. Kind of weird. You beat him the first time? Yes. Well, what was your setup? Because you must have did a bunch of different... Thundaga. Okay, you did Thundaga. Did you do anything with your fusion of your materia or anything? Nope. I, I fused um, to make wall. To make the wall spell. Okay, and does that block on physical it, attacks? It, or? It, decreases the amount of damage you take from both physical and magic. It's barrier and M barrier wrapped up into one material. Oh, I didn't do that. Uh, so the other the other uh, other things that he enemies that he spawns to attack you, you ignored them or you attacked them? Uh, they usually got caught up in my Thundaga. Oh, because you're doing all kinds of damage everywhere, so you're killing them off while you're attacking the sword. Usually, I would, uh, they would spawn all around me, but since I was already near the sword anyway, I would just step back out of the crowd, use Thundaga, and everybody would die. Oh, wow. And because everybody's grouped up. Did you have a, hmm, what was your HP like? Mm, without any materia around, I think it was low 3000s, high 2000s. Mm-hmm. With all the material and whatnot, I think I was around 6,000. Oh, okay. I, my problem is I think after you get higher than 9999, it doesn't show that it's higher even though it is. Like, I think in Final Fantasy, what was it, 10? Like, you could go above 10,000. Yes. And you could visually see that it's above 10,000. This one, I think you can go above 10,000. You can, but it requires an item. No, it does? Yeah. What item? I, I think it's a Genji item. I'm not sure, though. I, I swear I was above, uh, I don't know. I was 9999, but I, basically I, the only time I fused materia was I did uh, an HP plus material, uh, and I just fused it with other HP materials. So I was, and oh yeah, and I also fused it with all my elixirs I had built up, which was uh, 37, I think, elixirs. So I put all that together, and I had an HP plus level one that was 360%. Wow. So I had 9999, but I had it so high above that, I think. Because <laughs> I, 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 I'd go down to one HP and wouldn't die, because I think it was still higher than, I don't know. I just know uh, I was unstoppable at that point. I ignored the other 
enemies, and I just focused my sword, you know, to attack the sword, and uh, I beat him pretty uh, easily. I become Death, the destroyer of bosses. That's right. And then I stayed alive for a while after I'm getting fight, fighting the army. And they're shooting at me like crazy, and I only have one HP, but I'm not dying. Is that normal? Um, I think it is. Because okay. you have to you have to go through the whole series of him forgetting or losing all of his memories and all. Oh, okay. Slowly dying. Which let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the fighting the Shinra army. Yeah. That was another thing they retconned. Because in Final Fantasy VII, the flashbacks, you're traveling with Cloud, who's basically comatose. He's injured in that truck, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and that's the thing. I don't. Did you get it? Did you see the truck scene in there? No. Yeah. There's no. Well, there was a small truck scene. But he only said a few lines, and then they got out of the truck. I mean, all they did was, up until that, is you're dragging uh, Cloud's body away. Yes. And you have to fight all these enemies while you're trying to get away from ta- the town. Yes, but in Final Fantasy VII, the flashback, the ride in the truck was a lot, lot longer. And there was a lot of sp- talking going on. Yeah. That's where uh, Zach made the announcement, I'm going to become a mercenary. I'm going to have tons of money, and I'm going to do any job, boring or exciting. And that's how what Cloud basically takes over. Yes. Being a mercenary. Yes. But in Final Fantasy VII, Zack didn't fight the entire Shinra army. He only... He basically got ambushed by three soldiers because he was busy dragging Cloud's body around. But Shinra murders him right there, and he doesn't give his final speech where he's passing on his legacy to him. It's just Cloud finally comes out of his coma, sees Zack dead, and... Takes over. Takes over, becomes upset. Well, yeah. Well, since this was Cla- this was uh, Zach's story, they had to hype up his death a little more. He couldn't have just been wiped out by three soldiers and just left there dead. Yeah, I understand. I understand. I'm just nitpicking that that part. Yeah, I know. Well, Final Fantasy VII holds a special place in in our hearts. Yes, it does. It's a great game. It's a great game. Uh, what did you? There was. I had a problem with the end song. Now you're gonna have to. Why? The, it, it, well, they had the whole lyrics thing. They're Japanese lyrics and. I didn't. You have to let me listen to it. If yeah, you I gotta it. pull it up because goddamn it. Yeah, you know me. Yeah, that's this pile of shit right here. It just felt so out of place during the um during the game. All right, let me go. <laughs> yeah. Don't you remember that song? No. Uh, I, uh, every game I play, I have sound and music off. Oh, god damn it! <laughs> I know. Look, I do it just to piss you off now. Oh, that's that's pretty much it. I'm sure we missed a fuck ton of stuff, and I wanted to talk about it, but I can't remember it, so leave a comment in the shop box or the forums saying, God, you guys suck, you don't know how to play the game, and you've missed all A hundred things. Co- yeah. We'll cover <laughs> the show. You tell us what to talk about, we'll cover it next show. Uh, no, we're moving on. And you know what the next show's going to be. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. Final Fantasy 2. Final Fantasy 2. I'm getting tired of these Final Fantasy games. To be well, honest. that's fine. You pick the one to get after. Burnt out in these Final Fantasy games. You pick the next one. I'm gonna pick the next couple. That's fine, but I wanted to play Final Fantasy two, so that's what we're playing. I'm leaning towards Planescape Torment. I have no idea what that is. It's a PC game based off of the Dungeons and Dragons rule set. Ah, oh, Jesus! I ah, oh, it's just so nerdy. Anything with Magic the Gathering or Dungeons and Dragons, I really don't want to. Play, you do realize the so... games that you have been playing are derivatives from Dungeons and Dragons. Sure, but they're better. They're better. I know they're better. If you, you want do, to play them, that's you fine. You realize Skyrim, the game that you adore so much, is based yeah, but it's heavily so off of many gen- generations ahead of it. We could play. We'll, all right, we'll play one. 
I'll, I'll talking play about it. Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate is a D&D rule set game. All right. I just feel Dungeons and Dragons is, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, you pick the next game. All right. But now it's Final Fantasy II. It's going to be a two-parter. Okay. And it's for the Super Nintendo. That's the version we're playing. Yes. It's a great game. I love this. Can't wait to do those shows. I'm reading the forums and the air conditioning show. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't have even brought that up. See, I, I only uploaded that because somebody <laughs> mentioned it again. And I'm like, yeah, I guess we have been mentioned. So I, I found it. I did a quick edit and uh, threw it up there. Apparently people like it. <laughs> Not really. You, you like, come on, discuss. You were trying to force somebody to say anything. Yeah, Nobody had to say anything. It just stands on it all as being horrible. Shut up. Sylphied has um has uh, posted today. Hmm. I was utterly shocked by Don's ignorance of air conditioning appliances. <laughs> Don, why would I know? <laughs> really, somebody posted that. Yeah, Don, you should the- brush up on your knowledge by listening. And this just blows my mind: listening to the HVAC 360 Radio, a podcast that covers the heating, ventilation, and air conditioning industry through the entire life cycle of a building. Yes, there is an actual air conditioning podcast. I'm, I'm looking at it. I don't even believe it. <laughs> I'm going to listen to it. Wow. <laughs> they just have podcasts on it. They have more episodes than we do. <laughs> they, they're they on <laughs> like... fucking air conditioning. They have, they're up to 70-some episodes on air conditioning. On heating and cooling. Well, yeah, I guess include everything. That's funny. That's, <laughs> that's scary. I'm glad to be ignorant on that. You know why? I'm not going to be out there with a wrench fucking putting my own air conditioning in, or fixing it for that matter. Yeah, I do. Even if I know what to do, I'm not touching it. You're so goddamn lazy. I will pay take- somebody outrageous amounts of money to do it for me. You take no pride in any work you do. That's right. Don't want to be able to build something and say, yes, I did that. No, it's the same thing. I did that. My money did that. Your hands did not do that. And don't try to tell me my hands did do that by handing him money. In a way, yes, that's no, how it No, they did not do that. That Sir, wouldn't have got done without me being somewhat involved. <laughs> I started to say, like, Barack Obama, you didn't build that. Yeah. That house that you built all by yourself, by your own sweat and blood, you didn't build that. Hmm. <laughs> that Star Destroyer in Minecraft that you spent weeks trying to build, you didn't build that. Somebody else are built you, that. Are you still doing yeah, uh, I'm still playing Minecraft. together. What are you uh, building now? I can't even remember. It's the Star Destroyer. So, oh. was it a one-half scale? Yeah, I think it's one-half scale. My God. Good Lord. Yes. Fucking air conditioning podcast. That's crazy. That makes me so happy. And apparently, that all that crap I babbled on about was correct, because nobody else posted to say, oh, Derek doesn't know what he's talking about. Congratulations. I'm very, I'm very, I take pride in my knowledge. And your useless information. Yes, I take Because you didn't fix anything. You gave somebody money to fix it for you. Because I didn't have the tools. It always right, boils yeah. down to me not having the tools to do the job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And tools are expensive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't have $10,000 laying around to go buy tools. I hear you. And even if I did, I wouldn't buy tools. I'd probably buy like a jet ski or something. Oh, God. <laughs> You're so used to the Florida lifestyle. What? A jet, a jet ski. Get out yeah, of town. I got a bunch of friends with jet skis. Uh, of course. You're right out on the water. Then I have three vehicles. Mm-hmm. I was talking to a friend yesterday about that. She was so happy that uh, she was going to pay off her car next month. I said, yeah, well, my car has been paid off for a year now. And I have two vehicles. Oh, you're talking about your motorcycle? Yeah, I have a motorcycle. Yeah. I was like, hey, if you want to get into a pissing contest, I'm I'm all for that. Unbelievable. Piss away. I'll be a dick. Mm-hmm. 
the fuck is this that they're making? What are you talking about? I'm on Final Fantasy VII Wiki, and there's like those little, you know those little video ads off to the side? Uh-huh, yeah. And I'm watching some Martha Stewart thing, and some guy is rolling. It looks like some weird churro that he's making. Hey, churros are good. I'm not saying that they're that they're not good. I'm just go for a churro. What are these hot pockets now? What is he doing? I heard Martha Stewart is just an absolute bitch to work with. Yes, I think that's I think a no, almost a well known fact. Same with Oprah Winfrey. I've heard that she's terrible to work with. Yeah, but aren't they all retired now? I mean, uh, no. Well, I thought they were. My bad. I have I have no idea what else to talk about. What are we doing? No, this is it. We're done. Right. Next next show's Final Fantasy Two. This is what, episode fifty one? Uh probably. Yes, fifty one. Just getting completely bananas this podcast. Yeah, it is. Well it needs to be. Completely bananas. I'm done. Uh, yeah, I'm done too. Alright, bye. Bye. She made